Blog Talk Radio. talking to you about treating autoimmune disease naturally. The autoimmune system, of course, is a seriously troubled issue in most, most many people's lives these days. The body becomes overactive and underactive immunologically, losing its equilibrium, losing its balance, ultimately attacking itself, attacking healthy cells, healthy tissues, Autoimmune disease is quite a profound issue, and we're talking about, depending on who, which experts you listen to, anywhere from 80 to 150 different diseases, 80 to 150 falling under the header of autoimmune disease. 50 million suffer. 75% who suffer from autoimmune disease are female. 75% are female. And it comes at a cost of $100 billion per year. Autoimmune disease occurs when the immune system mistakenly attacks its own vital organs, tissues, and glands, as we said earlier. Our immune system is made up of T-cell lymphocytes, B-cells, identification cells, interferon molecules, spleen tissue, and specialized antibodies that are designed to protect us from invading microorganisms like viruses, bacteria, protozoa, and fungi. But serious problems can occur when chronically stressed or overtaxed nervous system pushes too hard on an already burned out immune system. This is, in a nutshell, how the door opens to autoimmune disease. And again, I think it's important to keep in mind, autoimmune disease isn't one issue. We're not talking about one condition or one disease or one form of sickness, one form of illness. We're talking about a multifaceted, complicated issue. By some expert accounts, there are anywhere from 80 to 150, 80 to 150 autoimmune diseases, including Addison's disease, celiac Crohn's, dermatitis, endometriosis, fibromyalgia, arthritis, Graves' disease, Hashimoto's, herpes, type 2 diabetes, lupus, Lyme disease, Meniere's disease, MS, pandas, peripheral neuropathy, rheumatoid arthritis, restless leg syndrome, Raynaud, sarcoidosis, scleroderma, Sjogren's, and vitiligo, and it goes on and on and on. But again, when you keep in mind the fact that we're talking about anywhere, depending on which experts you ascribe to, anywhere from 80 to 150 different diseases fitting under the umbrella of autoimmune disease. So we're talking about a very serious issue. We're also talking about something that has a very direct connection with inflammation, a direct connection between inflammatory disease and autoimmune disease. The most typical symptoms associated with autoimmune disease, things such as achy joints, seizures, fatigue, hair loss, blood clots, photophobia or light sensitivity, chest pain, mouth sores, ankles swelling. These are just some of the common symptoms. The most common triggers of autoimmune disease. Viruses, we're going to talk more about that in a minute, but viruses that are more retroviruses, not your common flu-type viruses. 
bacterial imbalances. And that's a more complicated issue than meets the eye as well. So those two are loaded issues that we're going to talk about at great length tonight. So, but viruses, bacterial imbalances, exposure to UV, of course, overexposure to UV. Also, stress, of course. 45 hormones that are produced during stress, acute stress periods, are designed to mobilize us. Things like cortisol, aldosterone, epinephrine, norepinephrine, 45 different stress hormones that really do a number on our immune system, really kind of overdrive. And I'm going to coin the phrase here, de-efficientize. <laughs> or break down the efficiency of the immune system. I like to coin words, excuse me. I, I do that in all my books that I write. I love the idea of coining new words and phrases. But the body becomes, as we said earlier, overactive and underactive simultaneously. And it becomes dysregulated at the immune level. Stress is a key player in that because if you think about it, stress diminishes efficiency at virtually every body level. We don't operate more efficiently. We operate more emergency-wise. So stress is purely an emergency procedure in the body, an emergency mechanical process. So the emergency component is extremely active, but the efficiency component goes right out the window. So the way I look at it is the greater the stress, the more we secrete those 45 mobilizing hormones for fight and flight, the less efficient we are, the more we're inclined to attack our own immune system, like the Keystone Cops. There's other common triggers as well for autoimmune disease. Sugar, of course, is one of them. The average American is not consuming 160 to 170 pounds of sugar a year. Now, think about this. A hundred years ago, the average American was consuming about nine pounds of sugar a year. So over the past 100 years, we've gone from nine pounds of sugar to 170. Dairy is another causal agent as well. Environmental endotoxins. Environmental endotoxins. Now, there's a lot of toxins in our environment, a lot of industrial toxins, a lot of pollutants. We're exposed to so many different pesticides, additives, 17 pounds of pesticides, 19 pounds of food additives a year. That's not doing you any, any favor, I can tell you that. It's de-evolutionized living. A lot of what we're suffering from is just the end product of a very de-evolutionized, unnatural life process. The Center for Disease Control has identified 100 drugs. 100 drugs, antibiotics, anticonvulsants, a lot of heart medicines as well, 100 medications that are key triggers for autoimmune disease, 100 pharmaceutical medicines that are common medicines. Let's not forget nightshade vegetables as well. Nightshade vegetables such as peppers, eggplant, tomatoes, even potatoes. They're considered a nightshade family vegetable, which simply means that they have a high concentration of belladonna. Belladonna is an inflammatory toxin, folks. It's a poison. It's kind of hard for so many people to wrap their heads around the notion that so many common foods actually contain poison. There was a great book written in the mid-1980s by Dr. Mark Johnson. I can't recall the title of the book, but it was well done, and it basically documented that the most common 156 foods, the most common, commonly used 156 foods contain an average of 20 toxins, natural toxins, 20. So our foods have the reputation of either being good or bad. The truth of the matter is there's so much diverse chemistry in the average food that for the most part foods are good and bad not good or bad we have a mis 
conception about that. So nightshades should be avoided if you're suffering from an autoimmune condition. They're inflammatory foods, especially for the joints. Another trigger, common trigger, milk chocolate. Not dark chocolate, but milk chocolate. And finally, one of the more common triggers of the top 12 triggers, grain products, not just wheat products, but grain products in general. People are not doing a terrific job breaking down their grains. I know that's a stunner for most people who have been raised to believe things like oatmeal and brown rice are great foods. Not so fast. They have their share of problems. They create their share of problems, I should say. I'm looking at the clock, and it tells me that it's break time, time to sell a couple of goodies. You're listening to The Natural Health Show. My name is Mark Mincola. We're talking to you tonight about treating autoimmune disease naturally. We've got a lot to talk about. We're looking to help you out. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choices. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781-817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit. It has to maximize your calorie-burning efficiency from the inside out, complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating. The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. Your favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Alrighty, welcome back. Great to have you with us here in the Northeast. It's a rainy night, a rainy night in Massachusetts. But we've had some gorgeous spring weather. It's been 80s, 70s, dry for the most part and lovely. So the month of June has been good to us, and we deserve it because the months of the, pre, the months prior to June were pretty rough on us, so we paid for it. All right, we're talking with you tonight about treating autoimmune disease naturally. Again, autoimmune disease includes hundreds of diseases that affect millions of people. That's a key factor here. So the idea that we're talking about 75% female is astounding to me. 50 million sufferers. That's one in six Americans suffering from autoimmune disease. One in six. Yet 75% are female. And I think that that kind of plays to the the question of, I should say, to the answer of this being a stress disease. I think women are so much more susceptible to stress chemistry. Women are more sensitive, more tuned in, more inclined to deal with emotional issues than men are. I think women just deal with life head on a lot better than men do in general. And I think in dealing with the stress that they have, that they have to handle, it, keeping their families and their own personal lives together head on takes a lot out of them. That's why I think if I'm asked why, my opinion is that 75% of those who suffer from autoimmune disease are females. That's, what I, that's the answer that I give. But again, we talked earlier before the last break 
about the most common triggers for autoimmune disease, the most common triggers. I'd like to kind of refer back to the first two triggers that we discussed. The first one, we said viruses. So among the most common triggers of autoimmune disease, number one, viruses. Think about this. We're not talking about flu viruses here. We're not talking about head colds. We're talking about something very, very different. We're talking about what is often referred to as retroviruses. There was a great book written in the mid-'80s that sold millions of copies, a terrific book called The Healer Within, written by by Dr. Stephen Locke, L-O-C-K-E. And in that book, in one section in that book, I'll never forget reading this interesting factoid. The average American, the average person, the average human being, I should say, according to Dr. Locke, has 100, 100 indigenous viruses living within their body from the time they're born to the time they die. 25% of those viruses are capable of taking our lives. So I'll say that again. Dr. Stephen Locke, the author of The Healer Within, a terrific book about immunity back in the 80s, wrote that there were 100 viruses that are indigenous, common, retrotype viruses that are within our bodies naturally. They're part of our are part of our being, 100 of which are capable of killing us. So when you think about viruses, you want to think in terms of, just to get the concept here, immune-draining, immune-depleting viruses that are not the typical 10-day virus that you get in the wintertime when somebody next to you at the grocery store sneezes and you go home sneezing in your car having caught whatever they had. Different world altogether. Completely different world. We're talking about viruses that undermine your immunity long term. That can, I should say. And that if your immune system isn't efficient, well cared for, properly supported, can really wreak havoc on that immune system of yours. So retroviruses are more like mononucleosis, more like Epstein-Barr virus, cytomegalovirus. These are serious depleters that can come on board. I should say they can come into play because they're already on board. They're in your system. Remember that. They're indigenous. They're in there waiting to have an opportunity, which is often the term. which which I should say often reflects the term, opportunistic viruses. Exactly what these are, opportunistic viruses. They're waiting for the opportunity. The opportunity would be a time when you're careless, not eating properly, stressed out, taking on too much responsibility, not sleeping at night, going to bed too late, taking in too much alcohol, yada, yada, yada. So when you're not taking care of yourself, these, quote, opportunistic viruses wreak havoc. You're already down and out, and now they're going to just stomp on you. That's exactly what they do. So retroviruses are arguably the primary cause of autoimmune disease. Herpetic-type viruses qualify. There's so many different there's, again, we talked about there's 100 of these viruses. you got to be very careful. Keep your immune system sound. That's what autoimmunity is really about. We also mentioned bacteria, bacteria imbalances. And we're not just talking about common bacteria here. It's another convoluted issue as well that we need to discuss. There's something called PCC. P is in Peter, C is in Charlie, C is in Charlie, PCC. Polysystemic chronic candidiasis. Polysystemic chronic candidiasis. 
which you might refer to as candida bacteria, candida. You might also refer to it as chronic yeast infection. Now, yeast isn't always easy to, to diagnose. It's not always overtly present and wreaking havoc. Sometimes it's subtle. And it overlaps with a lot of people who have mold sensitivities. I mentioned when we came back from the last break that we've had a lot of rain here in the Northeast today. And over the months of March and April, we had like 40 out of 50 days of rain. And that, that can happen here. The, the weather just, it funnels moisture through this part of the world in torrents, sheets of rain, day in and day out. So the mold spores where we live here are extremely high. There's a lot of mold in the Northeast, and perhaps where you live as well. Mold is a natural enemy of the human experience. It's a single-cell fungal bacteria. So mold that you're breathing in, mold that you're encountering, Hopefully not in your diet, by the way, like blue cheese and peanuts. Because blue cheese and peanuts are not the way to go. They're highly moldy foods. Pistachio nuts, highly moldy foods. You're doing enough battle with mold that you're exposed to. You don't need to add to the problem. So mold in the body, once it's entered into the body, becomes fungal. Again, single-cell bacteria. So we say that the second most common trigger to autoimmune disease is bacteria. We're talking about mold and fungus. And let's talk more about food. If you want to keep yourself autoimmune sound, free and clear from autoimmune disease, you got to protect yourself against retrovirus, inflammation, and bacterial inflammation, PCC inflammation. One of the most important ways to do that, as far as the viruses go, is to avoid the foods that feed retroviruses. The foods that feed retroviruses have a lot of arginine. Arginine is an amino acid. It's a protein component that feeds retroviruses and strengthens them. If you've got herpes, if you've got cytomegalo, Epstein-Barr, mononucleosis, or don't know that you have a virus, but you have symptoms like mouth sores, et cetera, et cetera, you want to be really careful about arginine-rich foods. Avoid corn products, and not just corn, but products that are made with corn or made from corn. Fermented foods, which I have this battle with people constantly. I thought fermented food is good for you, kimchi and all that stuff. Forget it. It inflames fungal bacteria, PCC. There's a book written in the 80s again by Dr. William Crook, C-R-O-O-K. It's called The Yeast Connection. It was a bestseller for years. He made it crystal clear in that book that if you want to further your yeast inflammation, you eat fermented foods, vinegar, soy sauce, miso, tempeh, tamari, shoyu, teriyaki sauce, marinades, beer, wine, champagne. Fermented foods and beverages are going to inflame your bacterial inflammation through the process of feeding your polycystemic chronic candidiasis. Now think of the word PC, the, the reference to PD, PCC reference. Polysystemic, as I said. That word tells you everything you have to know. Polysystemic, it's a, it's a multiple system. So these fungal bacteria from fermented foods are feeding into this polysystemic autoimmune process. Now when he first wrote, when Dr. Crook wrote that book, The Yeast Connection, back in the, in the 80s. They knew it was polysystemic, many systems, many problems they were causing, but they didn't know that it was directly correlated with what we now know as autoimmune disease. So it all, it's all come together in recent years. But you got to avoid arginine foods, corn, nuts and seeds, egg yolks, 
milk chocolate, fermented foods, aged foods, blue cheese. Be careful. Again, these are the primary triggers of autoimmune disease. These are key players. These are huge players. And again, think about the, 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 the spance of this problem. 50 million suckers, $100 billion a year. Anywhere from 80 to 150 conditions reflective of autoimmune disease. 80 to 100, just think about this. 80 of the most common, 150 of the most common diseases under the umbrella heading of autoimmune disease. This is a huge problem. It co- covers so much ground. Addison's disease, celiac, Crohn's, dermatitis, endometriosis, fibromyalgia, arthritis, Graves' disease, Hashimoto's, herpes, neuropathy, juvenile type 2 diabetes, lupus, Lyme disease, Meniere's disease, pandas, MS, peripheral neuropathy, rheumatoid arthritis, restless leg syndrome, scleroderma, sarcoidosis, Sjogren's disease, vitiligo, and on and on and on and on and on and on. This is a huge problem. This is overlap after overlap. It's so important to make the connections. It all comes back to food. It all comes back to what you're eating, what you're drinking. It all comes back to stress. It all comes back to the way you're living. This is the new disease, if you will. This is where we're headed. We have de-evolved. We're suffering from de-evolution. We violated our nature. We're getting hit hard. So natural medicine is stuck with the task. They're trying to re-educate the public. Because if they put you on steroids, if you're going the route of steroids, which they're all too happy to do, you're going to get better short-term and worse long-term. You know how it works. You've been around the block enough times to know that. Better short-term, worse long-term. That's the story. It's not nice to fool Mother Nature. And it's not fun. So by getting back in balance, working at it, avoiding the inflammatory foods, and think about this, 72%, 72% of all diseases are inflammatory. A big chunk of, we talk about overlap, a big chunk of this overlap is all is all is dietary is auto autoimmune is inflammatory I should say. But you can make a huge difference like we said. Taking care of your viruses, your bacterial loads, avoiding fermented foods, staying away from arginine rich foods. Gluten stress, sugar, dairy, pharmaceutical medicine. Again, as we said earlier, research has indicated that there are 100 pharmaceutical drugs, 100 pharmaceutical drugs. The drugs we're used to thinking of as medication. I'm used to thinking of medicine as being something that helps. Forgive me, I always thought medicine was supposed to be helpful. But there are 100 pharmaceutical medicines including antibiotics, anticonvulsants, and heart medications that further intensify autoimmune disease. And that's, what am I missing here? This This is insanity. And the stress component isn't any better. I think that our stresses are just getting worse and worse. We're just getting sucked into being more high performance, more achievement-oriented, without the bodies to make the trip. Our bodies cannot keep up with the push of our brain, our mind. Our mind is pushing, 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 and our bodies are suffering, 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 suffering. Stress and diet play a very, very, very significant role in the management of autoimmune disease. 
which is an overlap condition that includes many, many, many conditions, predominantly triggered by viruses, bacteria, and toxic exposures, including the diet, especially the diet. Okay, we're going to take a short break. My name is Mark McCulley. You're listening to the Natural Health Show here tonight on, only on Blog Talk Radio. We're going to take a short little breather. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choices. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781-817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit. It has to maximize your calorie-burning efficiency from the inside out complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating. The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. Alrighty, welcome back to the show. My name is Mark Cole. This is the Natural Health Show. You're listening to Blog Talk Radio. Great to be with you every Sunday night. We enjoy this exercise and exchanging wisdoms with you. We hope that your life is better for it. That's what our intention is. That's what our sincere hope is. And throughout the course of the average week, of course, I can see so many different scenarios of patients I've worked with over the past 37 years, 60,000 appointments, 37 years. Natural medicine is is all about food making the difference. It's all about you making the difference, working with your stress. But the key is you do have the power to make a significant difference. I mean, I'm here to tell you that firsthand based on the work that I do. We mentioned before the break about the anti-inflammatory medications that are often recommended by orthodox medicine. I think it's important to spend a little time on that. Orthodox medicine implements a number of immunosuppressive drugs. I said immunosuppressive because, again, autoimmune disease is is a faulty immune system that's beating itself up. So the immune system has been stressed. It's been disarray. It's in disarray, I should say. It's confused. It's lost its efficiency because stress is pushing on it. And again, keep this in mind. I say this often. Stress increases emergency response, decreases efficiency response. So one of the most important components here is to realize that the lack of efficiency with stress the chemistry that's produced in, during periods of stress creates an immuno overactivity. So the immune system gets overactive because it says there's a problem in here. We've got a problem in the body. We're scanning it. We're trying to operate in here. We're trying to make a difference. We're trying to relieve the situation. We're trying to right the ship. And as the body tries to do that, it becomes 
overly aggressive because it's not able to fix the problem and it gets more frustrated and it keeps pounding away and pounding away and pounding away. And it overdoes it in its frustration to be efficient and effective. It overdoes it. It's frustrated. It can't get it right. It's confused. So it just keeps hammering away at you. So much so that it eventually takes our, our own immune system. It's, it's its own immune system and it starts to break it down. Our tissues get broken down. The immune system gets confused. So orthodox medicine implements a number of immunosuppressive drugs to suppress immune systems, to treat autoimmune disease. In other words, our immune systems get so aggressive that they, they beat healthy tissues up. So orthodox medicine says we need to knock it down a notch. So these drugs actually suppress the body's defense system, increasing the risk factors for other diseases. By suppressing the immune system, there's an increased risk of rendering the body vulnerable to assaults from other potential attackers. So back to the idea of viruses and bacteria. Ironically, two of the biggest triggers for autoimmune disease, retroviruses, chronic bacteria. Again, chronic bacteria that are yeast and mold born from fermented foods. So you keep exposing yourself to these triggers. And then the, then the, the orthodox medicine world decides to hit you with immunosuppressive drugs. The viruses that you've been exposed to are very likely going to get worse. The single cell bacteria that you're housing, harboring, are likely going to get more inflammatory. So an immune suppress, immunosuppressive medicine that might assist with rheumatoid arthritis might well increase the risk of evasion from certain microorganisms. So what appears to be a, a viable or even a necessary solution can actually seriously further the problem without intending to. Also, think about this. The average human body experiences 30,000, 30,000 DNA hits a day. You're assaulted. Your DNA is assaulted 30,000 times a day. So to, to take an immunosuppressive drug, to me, is, is crazy. Your poor immune system needs all the help it can get. It's already confused and beaten up. It's already misfiring. It's already getting hit with 30,000 DNA assaults a day. So to my way of thinking, we need to be supportive of it to strengthen the immune system. That's what I'm going to talk about next. According to the Center for Disease Control, of the 1 billion patients that are seen at doctor's visits each year, 90% are directly related to stress. That's according to the CDC. One billion with a B, one billion doctor appointments a year. Ninety, regardless of what they're there for, they can be there for a variety of different things: digestive problems, bowel problems, Crohn's disease, whatever the case may be. According to the CDC, ninety percent of those doctor visits are directly correlated with stress. The cytokines, bad icosanoids are triggered, making the direct connection between stress and inflammatory autoimmune disease. I'll say that again. 
90% of our 1 billion doctor, doctor visits here are directly related to stress, according to the CDC. Our brain stores and generates emotional stress, mental stress, in its limbic system. The most primitive portion of the brain, the midbrain, it's called the midbrain, it's the most primitive part of our brain. The primary processing facility for the, for the to brain for emotional stress is the amygdala, also a primitive section of the brain. This is where cytokines and bad icosanoids are triggered in the brain, making a direct connection between stress and inflammatory autoimmune disease. That's the direct connection right there. Some of the current research has proven that stress-related hormones like norepinephrine, induce bad icosanoids, such as interleukin-6 and interleukin-12. So in other words, stress produces the same chemical inflammation that bad diet does. But if you're a contemporary American living in today's world, chances are better than good that you're suffering from both inflammatory diet and inflammatory stress. I would tell you 80% of the people that I see, 85, 85% of the people that I see are chronically and acutely now, increasingly chronically and acutely inflamed with poor diet and stress. We don't stand a chance at treating autoimmune disease naturally we continue to insist on treating it with steroids after eating garbage food and not managing our stress. Because that's what we're doing right now. For the most part, we're eating garbage, we're stressed out of our trees, and we're taking steroids. That's a fast track to health. We talked about the 30,000 DNA hits we get a day. 30,000 DNA hits a day. That's where disease tends to really root itself. And so much medical confusion is abound these days about genetic components to autoimmune disease, et cetera. We're led to believe that there's a genetic component I think it's really important to play to take into account, I should say, that recent research has identified with something called telomeres. Telomeres, T-E-L-O-M-E-R-E-S, telomeres. And a protein called telomerase. T-E-L-O-M-E-R-A-S-E, telomerase. So telomeres and a protein called telomerase. Our chromosomes have very fragile ends. And the disease and the aging process would indicate that the ends of our chromosomes become frayed. And as they become frayed and broken down, those DNA assaults we're getting hit with, the 30,000 DNA assaults, further the progression of our disease, further to the progression of our vulnerability to diseases like autoimmune diseases. To date, nutrigenomics, genetic nutrition, if you will, nutrigenomics research has found 25 different nutrients that actually repair the ends of our chromosomes and protect and shield us and recover us many of these DNA hits that I'm talking about. So the, the protein called telomerase and the telomeres that we're talking about kind of re-knit or repair, if you will, the chromosomes, the damaged chromosomes, the aging chromosomes. So there are supplements like N-acetylcysteine, N-acetylcysteine, alpha-lipoic acid, 
and acetylcysteine would be 500 milligrams twice a day. Alpha lipoic acid would be 50 milligrams twice a day. To increase your repair work at a genetic level, at a chromosome level. To increase your telomerase production, to repair the frayed, damaged, beaten up chromosomes. Also, the immune system needs to be repaired, like I said earlier. The idea of breaking down the immune system is just lunacy. That's just absolutely, how can you justify that? That's crazy. Granted, the immune system is beating up healthy tissues, and I understand the logic between trying to break that down. But the problem begins and originates with an immune system that's overrun, overwrought, stressed, confused. It still needs to be balanced and repaired, regardless. There's a product called Durham's Propolis, D-U-R-H-A-N-S, D-U-R, like the city Durham, D-U-R-H-A-N-S, Durham's. Propolis, P-R-O-P-O-L-I-S, Propolis. Dr. John Diamond at Valley Cottage, New York, back many years ago, did a study at the Behavioral Kinesiology Institute attempting to discover the most antioxidant-rich food supplement. He checked vitamin C, vitamin E, selenium, zinc, on and on. They checked everything. As far as the immune system goes, the single most enhancing, fortifying, strengthening, balancing, supportive nutritional supplement that's strengthening and rebalancing the immune system that's so vexed and so stressed out in an autoimmune sense. Was propolis, P-R-O-P-O-L-I-S. I like the Durham's. 500 milligrams, two capsules twice a day, or a day. There's also a company called Ultra Enterprise. Ultra Enterprises. They make something called raw thymus. The lyophilized freeze-dried thymus, 200 milligrams, two to three a day. That's after a meal. So I'm going to say that again. Ultra Enterprises, raw thymus, 200 milligrams, two to three a day after a meal, after protein. And the Durham's propolis, 500 milligrams, four a day, and that should be on an empty stomach. So the, the propolis should be empty stomach, the raw thymus should be after food. I think one of the important factors here, like we said earlier, we talked about the different triggers, the primary triggers. So we need an anti-inflammatory diet. We need to be careful about the nightshades, the belladonna-rich foods. We want to avoid peppers, eggplant, tomatoes, and potatoes if we're inflamed. For, studying, for suffering, rather, from autoimmune disease, you want to be careful of those foods. You want organic quality food. Make sure it's organic protein and low-starch vegetables for the most part. That should be the, the, the backbone of the diet, the lion's share of the diet. Lean chicken, turkey, fish, organic. Green, low-starch vegetable. That should be the lion's share of the diet. And avoiding fermented foods, like I always say. Fermented foods, pure and simple. Back to the idea that we were talking about earlier. Everybody says, what about kimchi? What about helping the, the, the healthy components of fermented food? I'll tell you real simply. Fermented food has good properties and bad properties. It increases panathetic acid assimilation in the intestine. Increases floral bacteria and increases hydrochloric acid and protease for protein assimilation. Does some good things, no question. Those rewards are, they come at a high risk. Is fermented foods produce acetic, peruvic, lactic, carbonic acid, and ammonia. Not only inflammatory precursors but cancer precursors. Stay away from fermented foods. The risk-reward problem is 
doesn't pay off. Too much of a risk, not enough of a reward. Got to be very cautious about that. All right, it's break time again. My name is Mark Mincoli. You're listening to the Natural Health Show here at all. Heard only here on Blog Talk Radio. Take a short little break. Be right back. Stay tuned. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit. It has to maximize your calorie-burning efficiency from the inside out. Complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating. The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. Your favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choice. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781-817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. Welcome back. Great to have you with us. We've been talking with you this evening about treating autoimmune disease naturally. Just take a minute to wish all the dads out there a happy Father's Day. Hopefully you had a special day with the people that you love. I might also add some of the greatest fathers out there are actually mothers. <laughs> We're in a multitasking world these days, so hats off to so many mothers out there who are moms and dads, and dads who are moms and dads as well. So we salute you. We know that you're making a difference in the world. We want you to basically feel loved, appreciated. This is your one of your days, one of your many days that you should be recognized. There should be many more of them as well. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there where, the, where the, that's of relevance. We mentioned just earlier about inflammatory foods. There are foods that produce fat. This is a simple process. Again, you know, the idea that Autoimmune disease is affected by the 72% of autoimmune disease. Think about this. 72% of autoimmune disease is directly triggered and affected by inflammatory food. 72%. So foods produce, there's six essential fatty acids. So foods produce fat. Fats produce hormones. And we're not just talking about gender-based hormones. We're not talking about estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. We're talking about icosanoids, arguably the most powerful chemistries in the human body. But they are hormonal. They're powerful hormones that actually produce a tremendous amount of catalysm and change in the body, good and bad. There's good icosanoids and there's bad icosanoids. For our purposes, we're talking about the triggers for autoimmune disease. Anything you're allergic to, if you're allergic to dairy, red meats, if you're allergic to corn, if you're just be careful of the allergies, number one. Number two, dairy, red meats, egg yolks, processed sugars, processed starches, which are sugars, corn products, fermented food, converted vegetable oils, grain-fed poultry, farm-raised fish, most nuts and seeds are producers of arachidonic fatty acids. 
arachidonic fatty acid is a precursor to what are called the COX-2 hormones, COX, COX-2 hormones, thromboxane A2, which is a blood inflammatory hormone, and it governs platelet aggregation, heart disease, blood clotting factors, etc. A lot of people with lupus have a high concentration of thromboxane A2. They have a lot of clotting factor problems. Leukotriene B4. For my money, those are the worst inflammatory hormones, the most common triggers for just about every autoimmune disease you can think of. Leukotriene, L-E-U-K-A-T-R-I-E-N-E, leukotriene B4 hormones. They affect circulatory system, neurological, tissue, all the, all the primary glands and organs. Leukotrienes are problematic when it comes to pain, migraine, headaches, pain threshold problems. Leukotrienes are really problematic, highly inflammatory, major triggers for autoimmune disease. Also, lipoxins, L-I-P-O-X-I-N-S, lipoxins, which increase inflammation in the respiratory and immune system. So lipoxins are among the top echelon of adjutants, agitators for autoimmune disease, major agitators. Hydroxylated fatty acids, HFAs. Like the lipoxins, they're more respiratory and immune-based. Things like asthma, respiratory conditions like bronchitis, etc. So again, think about it this way. The following foods, dairy, red meats, egg yolks, sugars, processed starches, corn products, fermented food, converted vegetable oils, grain-fed poultry, farm-raised fish, most nuts and seeds. That group of foods produces a fatty acid called arachidonic acid, which increases the COX-2 hormones, the inflammatory eicosanoids that, are, that, are, that account for 72% of all autoimmune disease. So I'm trying to tell you that you can fight autoimmune disease at a dietary level. I do it with people all week long in my work successfully. And I think you've got to also be careful to make sure you're protecting your immune system to support it, to beef it up, not to break it down. We mentioned just a few minutes ago the Durham's propolis, the ultra enterprises, raw pro raw thymus. Also mentioned a couple of other things. Lorisidin, L-A-U-R-I-C-I-D-I-N, or monolaurin. They're pretty much the same thing. One is in capsule form, but they're anti-inflammatories that fight viruses. We talked about retroviruses being a key cause of inflammation and a key cause of autoimmune disease. So you want to take lorisidin, L-A-U-R-I-C-I-D-I-N, two scoops a day or monolaurin, 600 milligrams, four to six caps a day. Studied in 1982 by Dr. John Kabat. We're getting up to that time frame. So we want to make sure we get this information in. 1982, Dr. John Kabara had a grant to study at the Center for Disease Control in Atlanta, proving that lorisidin, lauric acid from coconut oil is antiviral, antifungal, antibacterial, and antiprotozole. Kills viruses, kills bacteria, kills yeast. So lorisidin, two scoops a day. Monolaurin, 600 milligram caps, four to six a day. And one more. To target the immune system, you want to make sure you think in terms of using cat's claw. Cat's claw. It's called Una de Gato. It's a great product. It actually has a tremendous immune-enhancing property. So you want to be careful. Make sure that you take plenty of immune support. Cat's claw, 20 milligrams, two a day. That's about all we're going to have time for. I just want to make sure we say thank you to everybody for listening. It's been our pleasure to, to serve you this evening here on the Natural Health Show. Listen to us each and every Sunday night here on National Blog Talk and blogtalkradio.com. You want to make sure you listen next Sunday at 8 o'clock and every Sunday. This is Mark Nicole, reminding you all, please, be wise, be aware, 
Be well. Make it a healthy week. Good night. Good night.